An existential philosophy of law is based on the existential philosophy of language contemplated in previous podcasts on the nature of language. Existentially, law and its decisions of legality and illegality existentially exist in the universe of normative language in the same way that mathematics and numbers exist in scientific language. Decisions of legality and illegality, as are numbers, are as particular and as real as any bricks or stones thrown at us. Yet law, the universal word law, as is mathematics, is an abstract universal. However, unlike mathematics, using rationality to go from aesthetics to particular and empirical pragmatic truth by its use and usefulness to science as descriptive predictive language, the aesthetics of the universal law becomes particular and empirical as a social construct by irrational decisions of legality and illegality, with their rationality running backwards from their pragmatic truth to aesthetics. The only descriptive is in law consists of the pragmatic truth of the empirical execution upon law through decisions of legality and illegality. The pragmatic truth of decision is dependent on whether the powers that be, those that control the execution upon law, get away or can get away with execution upon their normative statements through violence. The universal law is used and is useful as a universal to describe a social construct that is an unopposed normative language with a monopoly on violence to enforce its normative statements. It is the final arbiter, through violence, of all morality and ethics within the social construct that created it. It is essentially an unopposed ethics with a monopoly on violence, whose goal is the survival of the social construct that created it in its struggle with the universe to survive. The best way to think about the law is not that of a gunman with a gun to your head, but of a group of gunmen or of a mob of gunmen with a gun to your head. The law can pretty much does what can do whatever it wants as long as you do not have the power to override it. If they do give you a reason for what they're doing, they essentially make up the reason after they've already decided what they wanted. So the law, as with any gunman, decides what it wants, uh, decides normatively what ought to be, and then, and this decision could be purely irrational, it then can rationally justify those irrational decisions by writing up what's called the law. Ultimately, uh, under the law, might makes right, and the powers that be lay down the law as long as it can get away with it. Unfortunately, as history establishes, the only way to inject morality into the law is by illegal acts. Illegal, illegal acts that, that succeed, that is. Thus, just as science does not care about the nature of the social construct or community that creates it, the universal that is law does not care about the nature of the social construct that created it. Regardless of whether it is the Republic of San Marino, the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea, the United States, or Stalinist Russia, the law has the same attributes as a bound variable and always wants a monopoly on violence and will use its monopoly on violence to maintain and empower the social construct that created it. Through the particular decisions of legality and illegality that execute upon the aesthetics of law, the irrational leaps of morality and ethics that make up legality and illegality, this empirical attribute is contingent upon 
the only necessary empirical attribute of these decisions. Can the powers get away with executing upon their morality and ethics through their decisions of legality and illegality by violence? Remember, existentially, as contemplated in prior podcasts, uh, morality and ethics are simply expressions of individual or social groups' will to power, which is theologically equivalent to any concept of God as the reason there is something instead of nothing. As George Orwell said, uh, God is power. So if there is a God, uh, whatever he wants to do is moral and ethical. The law is simply the final arbiter of all these conflicts and struggles going on between the various moralities and ethics in our social construct. If they can get away with it, then it's law. If they can't, it's not. Though some indeterminacy, indeterminacy in decisions of legality, of legality and illegality are caused by the indeterminacy of language, most of it is not actual indeterminacy, but intentional and knowing determinacy by the powers to maintain the aesthetics of law and their monopoly on violence. Ultimately, all morality and ethics, individual whose will to power is creating the morality and ethics, are expendable and will be sacrificed to whatever violence is necessary to maintain the law and its powers that be to maintain their monopoly on violence, thus maintaining the meaning of the powers that be as a used and useful universal itself. The powers that be are those that control the law's monopoly on violence. Thus, law reaches perfection as a universal when it, when it is a power whose power is an end in itself. Since Western religion, especially Christi Christianity, has given up on being a normative opposition to the power of law, and the law is not only has a monopoly on violence, but it has an unopposed monopoly on violence at present, it seems that the law has, has reached this perfection as a power whose power is an end in itself. Remember the words of George Orwell in his novel in 1984, quotation mark, the party is omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, and its power lies in being all things to all people. Those who question the divinity of the party find themselves unmade very quickly. Replace party with the law and you understand and have the nature of present modern law.